Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a, a really interesting and inspiring uh, friend of mine that I want to introduce to you. Um, his name is Lou Randmond, uh, and he has a really inspiring story to share with us. And uh, I love the way he say, says it, so I will let him tell you more about uh, his story and uh, what he's doing in the world. George, and thanks for having me on this. Uh, I look forward to, to sharing my story here. So I'd say that I was on a very typical path my whole life, um, kind of not even realizing. I think when I was a young kid, I, I had these big dreams and hopes and desires, like a lot of us do when we're young. And as I started getting into high school and college, I, I found this need or this want to fit in and, you know, my way of, of fitting was getting into to partying and, and drinking and, and just living that sort of lifestyle. And I found that I, I did really well in school. So I kind of was always an, an achiever and I was um, continuing to, to, to pursue the, the things that I really wanted, but I was losing myself. I had got, I had moved out to San Diego after college and I was, you know, I felt like I had a working for the corporate lifestyle, working for the the weekends. And I had gotten into heavier partying. Um, I got into the rave scene. I was doing uh, a lot of drugs. I was doing like MDMA and ecstasy probably like every weekend at some point. And I was just working for the weekend. I would go to work uh, sometimes still feeling very hungover on Monday and get through the week and I, and I kind of get myself back together. And then, but it was always about what are we doing this weekend? Like how, what, what is, what party are we going to you know, How can we make, how can we have the most fun this weekend? Because to me, life was about enjoying the weekends. Like I thought that's why people went to work. I hit a, success of rock bottoms. Like every weekend I was just continuing to get to this depressed state. And at some point I just hit a, hit a, hit a low. And I decided that I was just going to put any kind of the drug use on hold and just had like a realization that something wasn't good. And, and I could finally kind of see those road signs that, that, that led that we're reading like, this is this, is not going to be any good place to go. So I really believe when we make decisions, like those kind of life-changing decisions, life starts moving for us in ways that we could not have imagined. And a few weeks after I made that decision, I ended up in a meeting with a group of entrepreneurs, something that was so out of my realm. I had never been exposed to uh, an entrepreneur or ever been exposed to that mindset in my life. And I was coming in as this kid who you know, had this accounts receivable job in this company, thought I was doing 
thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Like I would still, even though I was partying so hard, I was still getting my job done. I was still trying to be a good employee. So when I sat at this meeting and everyone around me is in their 20s and they're, they're talking about how they own their own businesses, they're doing life coaching, they, they're just crushing it at life. And I'm sitting there just in awe, in awe of what I'm witnessing because it was so different than anything I'd been exposed to in my life up to that point. And I could barely speak during this meeting. I was just so nervous to, to be around these people talking about their feelings, talking about their businesses. And I just didn't feel worthy because in a way, I really wasn't worthy to be there. I should not have been sitting at that table, but something brought me there. And a paradigm shifted in my life on that day. And I, I really, afterwards, I sat with myself and I asked, like, what are you doing with your life? Do you see what other people that are in similar age are doing? And can you see that the conversations that they're having and what, what they're actually wanting to achieve? And, and I really had to do some soul searching and look at, well, what have I been doing up to this point? How have I been living my life? And on that day, I just, I made a choice that I was going to just start making some positive changes. I didn't really know what it looked like. I, I, I had no idea. It, it was this contract with myself of like, okay, you can see what is possible. You see what other 20 somethings are doing and let's go. Like it's time to start living your life. It's time to start. And when I, what I understand now a little later is that, you know, I made a decision that day to start living with a purpose you know, and we don't, sometimes you don't have to have this big life purpose, but we just start living with purpose and start knowing why we're doing what we're doing that, that we really feel the joy and the, the beauty and the zest of life. So it was that day that I made this decision. And I honestly, I didn't even think I'd be welcome back to this group. It was kind of like a test to see if I would fit and I was, I was scared. I was petrified that these people didn't want to be around me. They're, why would they? I have nothing to offer them. But I, I actually wrote like a, a really heartfelt email to the, the founder of this group and, and really just expressed you know, the, the shift that this one meeting had on me. And you know, thankfully, uh, one of the things I'm very grateful for is, is they let me come back. And, and I really believe that the people that we surround ourselves with, we start becoming. And exactly, we yeah. get pulled up or we get, pulled. <laughs> we'll get pulled up or we'll get pulled down by whoever we surround ourselves with. So up to that point, I was just, I was surrounding I, my friends. Were, I, I love my friends, but we were just a lot of what I was surrounding myself with was just, you know, going out for the weekends and going to work. And that was it. And that was okay. Like you just did your thing and you live life, um, live life sometimes a little harder on the weekends, but that's, <laughs> that was the way it was. But these, these, this was a, a bringing me up. This was like, now I was going back to these meetings every week and I felt like I had some, I needed to contribute something. It was almost like during the week, I, I wanted to, to do something better myself. So when I could sit down with these people who I saw as, as if I was at the, I was at the floor and these people were way at the ceiling and I'm, and I wanted to contribute something. So I was just, I was a sponge. I turned into a sponge mode and I was just like, all right, I am listening to whatever these people are saying because you can see what they're doing. Like if you want, you know, advice I always give is like, you know, look at what, look at people that have or are living a great life and take advice from them. 
because we, we tend to take advice from people that don't have what we want and we'll just, we'll just take advice from anyone. But a lot of people are just, will give you advice because they're scared to, to do something or because they couldn't do it. So they want to tell you that, Hey, you should be safe. You'll be safe for this because, because this happened. And, and these people I was surrounding myself with were just very genuine heart centered whole, just wholesome people. And I wasn't used to really being around that type of person and being in this meeting, it trans, it started to transform my life. And I got into so many, got into personal development and it was my new addiction. Like I became addicted to that, that feeling of, of pushing my comfort zone and, and doing things that, that scared me a little, but I was seeing such drastic, drastic changes in my life in such a, a short period of time. And, and one of those, I mean, one of those practices from, from early on was, was journaling and, and a gratitude practice and, and really looking at my life and seeing those things that I can be appreciative of and, and filling myself with that loving energy that, that gratitude brings to us. So another, another, my, my story kind of continues. I'm having this, so my life's going great. I'm having all of these, I'm, I'm changing um, a lifestyle. I am, I got a promotion at work. I moved completely into a new, new area. I went and I was crushing life. Like things were going great. And at that point I was getting into meditating just because I was, it was one of the advice that people were giving. It was this hot, hot hobby of successful people. And it was through meditation that I found a, a completely new world. And I, I transformed my life another 180 degrees because I, I never considered myself a, a spiritual person. I was never um, searching or, or seeking for anything. But when I got into meditation, I did find within me that, that, that much higher, higher purpose. And I had a few experiences through meditation that were a deep, deep awakening. And they were so strong and so fast that I didn't even know what was going on. I, I just had this really deep, loving energy coming out of me and it was such so extreme that I actually ended up through these experiences. It's like a five day, uh, five days of these really intense spiritual experiences and realizations on life, just really contemplating my place in the universe and, and what good I want to do with my time here that I felt this, this gut call. I felt this like big moment that I had to just quit my job on the, on the, I had to quit my job and just go out into the, into the world and share this love that I didn't make any sense to anyone. I didn't, first, I thought, first off, I didn't know if I could do it. I had, I had just gotten a promotion at work. I had all these responsibilities on my hand and it, and it wouldn't make any sense to anyone. I actually liked my job. I liked the company that I worked for, but through meditation, through these, these new connection to, to spirit, I felt called to just go share this, share this love to the world. I didn't even know what it looked like. I had no idea, but I decided that I, uh, it was January 6, 2015. And I sent an email to my whole company and I just announced that I was, I was quitting. I wrote this really heartfelt email 
explaining that I had found this, this higher calling and I was, I was gone. It was no two week notice, I had no money saved or really any plans on what I was actually going to do. I just felt this love guiding me and, and leading me into this really special place. And what's funny about the story is actually about an hour later after I sent this email, I had the police officers show up to my house because they thought that I was actually committing suicide. They thought it was a suicide note and I was, and that was it. And it, it's so crazy because it, it is a very heartfelt email. It's a pretty out there email to receive on a Tuesday morning at around 9 a.m. In a, in a corporate America. But it was, it was the opposite. I mean, I wanted to, I just had so much love inside me and I had the cops show up and I'm like, what is going on? I am in this, this twilight zone. It's like, I just want to go and do good with my life. I just want to just be a, a, an example of, of love and share this love that I just found. And the cops thought I want, they wanted to, I wanted to kill myself. So it was, it was a crazy, absolutely crazy day. And I went off a ledge and I was completely, completely in the unknown, but it's from this. And, I, and I've been shown time and time again with taking steps into the unknown is that that is where our, that is where the best of life lies. And we are supported in ways that we cannot think of until we take the step. We always want to plan. We want to know what the outcome is going to be, but that's not how the way it works. You have to show, you have to take that, just that little, or for me, it was definitely a big one, but for those little things, those, that step of courage, that act of faith. And I, I was proven and I was shown how greatly we are supported in so many ways, in so many ways when we follow that, what I call following our truth, following that inner guidance to, to our highest state of, of being and, and of being really excited and, and passionate with our lives. Yeah, this is this is an amazing story, and uh, uh, listening to it again and uh, thinking about <laughs> how it it might have been for you to uh, to do this, to have the courage to do this, and afterwards to have the cop the cops show show up at your door, uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty it's crazy, and it, and it's yeah. one of those moments. I think we I think we all have these moments of before I quit. It was a moment of if I don't do this right now, I don't know if I'll feel like this ever again. I don't know if I'll feel like this. Maybe it'll be 10 years. Maybe I would have wasted 10 years. And then all of a sudden I had another experience and was like, Oh, now I'll jump. So it was that thought of like, wow, if I'm, do I really want to waste 10 years? Like, do I really want to not? This is Derek's O'Reilly auto parts story. After the third time, jumpstarting my car, I finally realized my battery was dying. So I stopped by O'Reilly to have it checked. They tested it right there in the parking lot. It was bad, real bad. But they helped me find the right battery for my car and even installed it for free. Now my car starts like new. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's see where this is going to go. And we, I think we have that. I think we sometimes have those moments of like, Hmm, this is a now, and I don't know when else I'll feel like this. I don't know when else I'll get this opportunity. And it felt like an opportunity. It felt like I had a little window of a door opening and life was asking me like, Hey, do you want to, you want to jump or do you want to, we can go down the hallway a little more. So it was crazy. 
And uh, right now, after doing that, and uh, I don't know how much time has be, has it been since you did it. It has been. We're at the two year anniversary, so it's January two thousand fifteen, February about two and two years and a month anniversary there. And you're still alive and thriving. And I think you're thriving, and I couldn't be more grateful about the past two years, even though they were some of the scariest. The, this, the, I've experienced, I feel like, the highest of emotions. And sometimes when you go that high, you kind of come down and there's some lows and there's some soul searching. There's some, what the hell did I just do? Like, how the hell am I going to make money? What is going on with my life? There's this roller coaster that is our hero's journey. I don't know if you're familiar with the work yeah. of Joseph Campbell, but it's that that act into the unknown. And we go through the 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 circle of, of going out and facing those facing it's like star wars we're facing the the battles and we're having those weird things turn up and we have to fight with ourselves it's a it's a becoming of our soul it's the becoming of who we truly are and i i i want everyone to take their hero's journey because we all we all have multiple hero's journeys but this was this was my big one this was really getting on into the unknown and 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 coming back and i feel like in Joseph Campbell's work, there's always that coming back and sharing what you've learned. And I, I'm at that point of, of okay, we're, we're coming back and starting to really to get this message out and to, to make the impact that I set out to make because, you know, two, it's been two years and I, I, can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe everything that's happened and, and how I've been supported and how I, my life's continued to evolve. And, and, you know, the only thing constant in this world is change. Yeah. And it's continually to change. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what I also wanted to, to talk with you about uh, is uh, how it was for you when you were, you were out partying and um, doing these kind of things. Um, I want this to, to be something that uh, uh, the parents that are listening uh, to us and uh, uh, the young children or uh, the young people that are that are listening to be yeah. inspired and uh, to to learn from your your experience and to see uh, how it's best for them uh, my experience for instance with partying was that um, living your life like living your life uh, this is what it means to to go out and party and uh, have fun and the interesting thing for me was that um, I, I wasn't feeling it. So uh, I was trying to be like everyone else and go out and party uh, and try. It, for me, alcohol didn't work. I, I mean, I didn't like it. I didn't like to get drunk. And I, I, I was thinking, why would you do that? Like, you feel so, so bad afterwards. Why would you do that? But this is another thing. So um, I, I wasn't actually feeling it. Um, and in Romania also, uh, the clubs, you could smoke in the club. And uh, the clubs were, they were smelling awful. And when you came back home, your clothes, your hair, everything was smelling of uh, cigarette smoke. So um, uh, what is your experience with this? And what is your message for um, the young people listening and uh, for, for their parents? Yeah, I I have feel like I I also felt that those I mean drinking 
you know, you feel terrible after the morning after I've had so many terrible hangovers, but I think there's two words. I think that as human beings where we, I think the two words that we need or that we're so searching for is connection and purpose. So what drinking and what partying did for me was it gave me that connection and it gave me the purpose being the life of the life of the party going as hard as we can because the ego thinks that that's the cool thing to do and we want to be part of the cool crowd and it gave me the connection and it gave me and and the feeling of of oneness and for i mean the drug specifically for like an mdma experience you feel this loving oneness with everyone and if someone does it once in their life and has that experience like great maybe like maybe that was beneficial for them but like with like with certain um there's abuse and i got that addiction to like that first experience of love and connection and i i wanted more of it and it just it started getting into like if i'm not feeling that on the weekends then it's like a waste of a weekend all of a sudden drinking wasn't even as fun because it drinking made me depressed drinking drinking i forgot what i did the night when i was doing these other type of drugs i was so alert and so aware and it was such a different experience and i've come to learn is that experience that we have if if anyone that's listening has taken that that MDMA or, or ecstasy, have taken that drug, that experience that you're having on it, you can have that naturally. Like that is our birthright. Like to experience the ecstasy and the bliss of life and this love. Like you can have that naturally. And once I found that naturally, and not that I was needed to search for that feeling, but once I opened up my my heart and my my body through meditation, I, I found that connection. I found that, that love. And, and before that, I mean, it's the purpose. It's like once I found a new purpose from partying and I was like, wow, I can actually better my, myself. And that became my purpose. So all of a sudden, I had purpose. I was connected with this group of entrepreneurs. And those two basic needs that I think humans have were filled. So it's, it's to, my advice would be is, is ask yourself what 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 purpose do you want to bring into your life? Like what is not, what is your overall arching purpose, but like, how do you want to live your life with purpose? Is it going out on the weekends or, or can you maybe learn something, learn a new skill, or maybe you can start that hobby or, or practice what you do love doing more and just grow yourself. Um, Cause personal development gave me that purpose. Yeah. I think this is wonderful. Um, there, there's also um, a book now from Viktor Frankl, A Man's Search for Meaning, um, that says that um, the people that actually survived the Holocaust survived because, because they had meaning and they found meaning even in those really harsh situations. So... Um, it it's a really good metaphor for what we might live in in some times of our lives when there might be an inner holocaust and uh, finding a purpose uh, might get us out of there more easily and also um, what i want to point out the fact that you changed your environment and the people you were surrounding yourself yourself with so um, that that is really important and to have uh 
yourself if you are you are young uh, um you are young right now or uh, if you are a parent and want to recommend this to to your um young children um to find environments that uplift that uh, uh inspire and the examples of people that uh, that do this because this is the way to go and uh this is really important for us we we are uh very influenced one uh, one by another and uh there are plenty of bad influences so finding a good one is really important and for the parents out there i just want to add telling your getting angry at your at your son or daughter for drinking or saying giving them like that no don't 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 that is it normally doesn't work. It didn't work for me. And it only made me a little more angered when my mom would find out something and, and get down on me. I think if you just, you create a home that, that embodies that environment, that embodies that, that loving and, and purposeful environment. And that's really um, setting the example for, for your children. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. So, um, getting back to our, uh, interview, actually, um, what, uh, what is your favorite quote on gratitude and why did, did you choose it? My favorite quote is acknowledging the good that is already in your life is the foundation for all abundance. And that is by Eckhart Tolle. And why I chose it, I actually, I actually, it's one of the quotes that are in my book. And I really believe that in order to get what we want, in order to, to achieve an abundant lifestyle, in order to get more money, more love, we got to be grateful for what we already have because it doesn't work that way. You can't get what you don't already, not thankful that you have. So I really love that, that foundation of gratitude and living with a great, like a grateful mind brings all of those things that we want. Exactly, exactly. Uh, this is what I believe also, um, especially at the end of the year. Um, it's really important to also think about the blessings from, from last year and build upon the beautiful things that already happened. And uh, not just, okay, uh, this year I will change everything and everything was bad in 2016 and now in 2017 everything will be different come on uh many things were great in 2016 and uh it's important to acknowledge that and to uh appreciate yourself for that and appreciate the people around you for that and that creates like you said the, the foundation to build upon something even better for 2017. This is what this is what I believe. Yeah, it's everyone. I feel like at the end of every year is like, oh, I can't wait for the next year. Everyone is. It's always a bad year. Always a bad year. And it's and you hit it on the head. It's it's no. There's so many good things that you can pick out. You're just not looking for them. We just want to focus on what we don't have. It's just like such our first instinct for some reason. Yeah, we're actually wired this way. <laughs> there is a, there is a book that um, one of my guests uh, recommended. Um, and it says that uh, we are actually wired uh, to focus more on the things that, that went wrong that, or that are uh, wrong in our lives. And um, that's because this will make sure, uh, this will help us survive actually. 
Mm. And uh, focusing on the good stuff, it's okay. It's something normal. We're we're surviving. But if some if there's a threat of any kind, um, automatically we uh, we tend to to, to take more um, more more of our attention and head in that way. So um, yeah. <laughs> we are wired this way and this is why we need to educate ourselves to 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 choose gratitude so um in those moments that uh, were really hard for you um do you feel that gratitude has helped you uh, move on and uh, um get over them so yeah, so particularly because I mean gratitude wasn't even part of my vocabulary before I started um started getting into personal development and I realized how ungrateful I was for a lot. But in that those like we talked about the two years since that time of leaving my job and really heading out into the unknown, like I said, there's there's some deep low points. Like you go on this roller coaster ride of ups and downs and at, and there's those low points where you start questioning what you did or you start questioning this path you're on because you do maybe feel a little lost and you're just not sure what to do. And it's in those moments that I've I just always come back to being grateful that I I got this experience, being grateful that I found this connection to what anyone wants to call God, the universe. Uh, source, whatever whatever word you want to use for this higher power, I, I can always come back to this gratitude in those low times of like, thank you for for bringing me here and, and, and connecting. And then at that same time, when you be grateful for that, you can also look, you can also pray and you can also ask for that guidance because because when you have that connection, you know, it's there. And, and it's, it's a, a rock and a foundation that's it's, it's never going away. And that's what's, I think, so beautiful about it and why I'm so passionate about meditation and, and, and spreading that to as many people as I can. Yeah, I think this is beautiful. And especially for, for young people that are maybe uh, uh, struggling emotionally and don't know how to uh, deal with that. Um, they might feel they are not understood or or things like that i i found i found meditation myself to be very efficient and um it helps a lot with gratitude like after you meditate and you uh let your thoughts uh flow and you don't uh and you quiet your mind as much as possible it's so much easier to uh, to feel gratitude and I mean to really feel it not just to say okay I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for that but to really feel the gratitude and sometimes uh, when you meditate enough and you feel grateful enough you realize that um, so many of the things from the outside that you think are making you happy uh, or you need to uh, to be happy you you understand that you're already happy. Yeah. Whenever you're looking outside yourself, it's uh, it's an endless path. It's an endless search. And I think meditation and gratitude, and like you hit it on the head, feeling gratitude. Meditation helps you feel grateful. It's easy to say, I'm thankful for this, but it's another thing to get in a state where you're like, wow, I really feel blessed. I really feel grateful that this is in my life. And I love that meditation can help get you into that state. 
Totally, totally. So I think you're doing great work by uh, um, spreading the this to to people and uh, being an example for this. This is awesome. Um, so beyond uh, just meditation, what do you do when it's hard to be grateful when uh, things aren't going the way you want <laughs> would like them to go and yeah, things are not easy. <laughs> we face those frustrations, and there are times where you just want to yeah you i can there's times where maybe it's your lows where normally i say meditation is the answer but if i'm being truthful there's times where i felt so low it's like i can't even get myself to get up and meditate right so you just you feel this weight of the world and something there's two things that really help me when i'm feeling this is getting my computer out and just starting to just write just starting to let my mind just just explain, almost tell the story of this stressful feeling that I'm going through and just free flowing, just stream of consciousness, not, not filtering anything, not caring. You're just going to throw it away anyway. It's just getting everything out. So free flow writing has helped me so much in those low points. And one other thing that is just always, you can always lean on is a good night's rest, like a good night's sleep, let yourself forget about the work you have to do, forget about what you think you have to do, or just understand that it's that, that shift in your, and when you go into that, that dream, that sleep state and waking up and, and making a note when you wake up in the morning to, to find a little thing you're grateful for. Find, be, be a little grateful for your pillow, how it feels. Be grateful for your sheets, that you have a bed. And I think those two things as far as, and I know some of your guests have, I've said nature, and I think that's that's a that's a huge one as well. But for me, I think those two because when I'm feeling low, I don't even stuff to go outside. Sometimes uh, those two are really helpful for me. Yeah, I I love them, and uh, I really have I have a, a good idea um, on how you can complement uh, the second one. Uh, what I do sometimes. Um, is have myself do a challenge. Like before I start thinking about all the things that I need to do and, uh, you know, like we do uh, when we get up in the morning, um, to find uh, seven things to be grateful for. Like, okay, uh, this, that, this, that. And um, for me, uh, sometimes I don't do this every day, but... Uh, Sometimes when when I did I need this I do this and uh, it's really helpful because it shifts my uh, my thinking and uh, instead of just okay I have I have to do this and that and okay uh, I'm I'm looking to, uh, in the exterior and I, I find find different things to be grateful for and this shifts my my thinking and I think this is this might work for for. Um, some of our listeners also absolutely that's a, that's a great practice yeah so uh, do you have a, um, an experience on gratitude that uh, that you would like to share like when you found uh, the feeling of gratitude that when you really felt it not just a word from self-development or something like that but to really experience it 
Yeah, I have, a, I have a good little story because I think, I think it's easy to kind of starting to be grateful for bigger picture things, but it's, it's those moments where we can choose to let ourselves focus on scarcity or be grateful in those the, the little moments in life. And I had a moment of, of moving out of an apartment and I was really kind of budgeting that I was going to get a certain amount back for my security deposit. And it took me a while to get the money. And, and when I did, I got it back and I was like, all right, great. This is going to, you know, expecting to see this, this one number in my head and I open it up and it's half of it. And I just, I don't even, I don't even understand like how that happened. I'm just, and, and my first, my instinct, my gut is like wanting to just get angry and just, just, you know, get on my computer, write an email to my landlord, be like, what the hell is this? I can't believe. But I, I was actually doing, I think I was doing a meditation that week with a group on gratitude. So I, it was really, not that gratitude is always not in my mind, but it was really in my mind this week. And I was, I saw it as this practice. I took a moment, I, I paused, I said, no, you're not going to go run to the computer and react and get on, write an angry email. And I said, wow, I looked at what I got. I, I was like, wow, this is so amazing that I got this amount of money. It was like $600. Like this was, this is incredible that I got $600 from this, this. And I focused on that money and just how grateful I am to have that. Cause maybe I could get nothing, you know, I, I, not knowing what is best for not knowing what is good or bad. I really believe that we try and always think that things are good or bad when things are just happening for us at all times. So I really use that, that space to be very grateful for that money that I did get. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I think this is, this is really good for receiving money in general. Like um, we tend to um, think about the money that we are receiving as not being enough or um, uh, for instance, I, I have an example from someone that uh, when, when she received um, the money from her paycheck, she immediately thought of about uh, where uh, what she needs to pay, and uh, shortly enough, she was almost depressed because she felt like nothing is uh, nothing is for her. She just has to pay for for stuff, um, and uh, this is a signal that that we give out uh, that receiving money, and this is what, how our brain gets wired. Receiving money is something bad. Is why would you want to receive money if you only have to give it away? So. Um, if we choose to be grateful, even if it's not a lot, I think this, this helps rewire this and, uh, makes us feel more joyful when we, when we receive the money. Well, I actually have on that note of like the finances and, uh, paying bills. That was actually a huge shift about like little after my, um, cause I really believe our finances, a lot of our beliefs are, are creating the kind of money that's coming into us. And I had a huge shift when I got grateful to pay my bills. When I, when I literally made it a practice to look at a lot of my, a lot of their stuff now is just automatic direct pay. Right. So I would go through my bank statement and I would sit there and in like a meditation posture, I would go and see that the, the gas and the electric was a certain amount 
And I would just get so thankful that I am sitting in my home that was heated by this. And I would meditate and say like, thank you that I got to pay this amount to experience this. So it's like when we start shifting that of like, wow, this is amazing that I, like we take for granted that we have heat. We take for granted that our internet works. I don't know, we were having little problems with internet. So we take for granted when it's really clear. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, yeah, I, that was, that was a life, that was literally a life changing practice when I got grateful to pay bills instead of, instead of fearing them. It was, it shifted my, even the money, it shifted literally the money that came into my life. All of a sudden more money was coming into my life. So that was, that was a keystone. Wow. This is awesome. This is awesome. And by the way, uh, do you feel that gratitude has helped you uh, in business and uh, developing your business and um, your relationship in business, relationships in business? Absolutely. You have to be, it's, it's, again, it's those ups and downs. I think business life sometimes don't really, I can't even separate them anymore. So it's, you face those lows of, of, wow, is this, is this going to work? Like are enough people onto this? And, and when is this really like taking off and you go through these ups and downs and it's in those low points where it's like, wow, I'm grateful that I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm grateful that I, I think it's looking at the micro like grateful that one, if you can impact one person with your, your message, with your product, with anyone, if you can have a positive impact in one person's life, why wasn't it? It was worth it. Like it, it was worth, it was worth making that impact. And you can kind of get, and I come back and I'm like, wow, seeing the people that are, are, are positively impacted by what I'm doing. And I come back to that. Okay. You're doing something. You're doing a good job grateful to be here and, and doing this kind of work and that's that's just always what you can come back to and and you move forward from there yeah totally i believe that uh, we need to uh, have these kinds of examples of people like like you are and uh, um, showing people that there is another way and there is there are other possibilities and you can do meaningful work and you, you can live and even thrive doing meaning, meaningful work and that you don't have to uh, do things that are <laughs> not fulfilling because we all have a gift. And uh, like you said, even if just one person is impacted by uh, the power of your gift, that, that's beautiful. That's it. Everyone doesn't have to quit their job. Everyone doesn't have to go out and think that just doing it by themselves. It's finding that meaning, finding that fulfillment. And you can live a grateful, purposeful, filled life doing whatever you're doing. It starts from the inside. And I really believe that. Yeah, you can you can give your gift even even where you are right now, like your job or yeah. Um, So if you could go back in time, Lou, uh what would you tell your younger self about gratitude like in the time when when you were um partying and living for the weekends and everything uh, I would tell myself we probably wouldn't be have we might not be having this conversation but I would tell myself <laughs> <laughs> I would tell myself to 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 take a step back to take a to to really sit down spend one day by yourself 
I think I was never someone who spent time by himself. I think a lot of people are scared to spend a lot of time by themselves. I would say, hey, step out of this for one day. Give me one day, Lou, and just sit with yourself. Take a notepad and just examine what's going on. Examine this this life. Examine the life that you, you set out or you, you knew you wanted to live when you were a little kid. And, and understand that even though you're so far off of it, even in those times, like I can still be grateful. I'm so grateful I had these experiences, right? But it's like in those, you know, start seeing the abundance. Stop looking for the scarcity. Stop thinking you need to make more money to be happy. Stop thinking you need to look a certain way to feel accepted. Stop thinking that you you just you need to be who you not are who you aren't, and just start start looking at the inside and and be grateful that you have you you have we have everything that we need on the inside and and that's where our our truth lies wonderful wonderful thank you um so i know that uh usually uh getting over harsh times uh uh takes people and um, you mentioned uh, that group that you went uh, that you went to. Yeah. And um, other than that, do you have uh, some people that you you're particularly uh, grateful for, and you want to mention? Yeah, um, I definitely want to mention this this group. It's actually it's called Junto Global. For anyone that wants to look into it, it is now. Uh, it was based in San Diego, but now it's virtual. So for anyone that wants to, to look more into that, uh, Junto Global is the name. I'm so grateful for having that experience. Um, I'm very grateful for my girlfriend who, who came back to me. We had broken up during those times where I was kind of soul searching and on my own, changing a lot of my lifestyle. And we actually came back together that day. I quit my job because she had heard that I had committed suicide possibly. And she was so scared about what happened. And it was it's a really crazy story. The story got a little crazier even after the cops came. So we got back together that day and I'm really grateful for her being there now through these past two years of really seeing my whole transformation. She's really the only person that has seen it firsthand. So um, I'm really grateful. Uh, I'm really grateful. There's just, you, we can talk here for hours, right? Because I know. <laughs> like there's so many people in my life that have, have inspired me and, you know, I, just I'm grateful for my parents for being there when I said I was going to quit my job. Um, I'm grateful for all the teachers and the mentors that have come into my life. And I'm grateful for people like you doing this kind of work. Like that's what gives me life. Like that is why I do what I do is because I need people to do stuff that they are passionate about. I just, I, I don't know why I just, that just fills me with life energy and, and is what I feel is my life purpose, my, my truth. That's wonderful. Um, thank you. And I know that you're, you're also working on a book or yeah, it's already, uh, by the time that, uh, this interview will go live, it will be already published, right? The book will be published. Yeah. The book will be on, on Amazon. This is my, my story. It's called find your truth. And that's like, I, I've, I've used that word truth. You can use passion, you can use purpose, you can use love. Um, but I believe you all have this unique truth that only all, we can discover only we can reveal in a way and this book shares a little shares more in depth some of the stories you know i tell the stories that no one's 
I feel like no one wants to share like some of the darker drinking stories, some of the, the raving stories that people, some people have, but no one's, I wanted to share them and really kind of take people on a journey. Uh, I'd say it's, it's, this is a self-help book, but it's not your typical self-help book. Cause I weave in my lessons through this story of my personal transformation and joining the group, uh, the Junto group and, and what it started doing for me and practicing gratitude is in there. Gratitude of, of being more grateful and, and all these steps that I took that I started living a better life and, and ultimately what led me to, to my truth and to finding uh, that higher calling, finding that spirit, finding this, this really deep love inside of me. So it's a, it's a transformational journey. It's the book's going to take you on a ride. It's going to take you on a roller coaster. And it's, it's, it's through that, that I, I really, I wanted people to, to feel more than just, there's, there's practical lessons, but you're going to feel it through this, through this story of this, this crazy ride that I, I, I went on. Wow. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, so where can people find you? Where can people um, find your work, your book? You can find me at louredmond.com. That's L-O-U-R-E-D-M-O-N-D. And I will have the, all my work is up there. I have meditations, some free meditations for you to, to try out. There's actually one on gratitude. So I really encourage everyone to, to check that one out. Um, my book will be up there and, and any more information on me and people can, can reach out to me through that, through that website. And if anyone's listening and, and feels like they heard something that resonated, I'd love to, to have a conversation with you. So please feel free to, to reach out. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, visit Lou's website, uh, see, uh, his book on, on Amazon. And, um, if you feel like, uh, it's a good fit for you and, uh, it will be inspiring, go and buy it. Um, thank you, Lou, for, for being here with us and, uh, for sharing your, your story and, uh, for your inspiration. Thank you. Georgia, thanks for having me, man. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, sure. Are you looking for an easy way to be more grateful and happy during work days? Get the daily checklist with the best 5 ways to easily supercharge your gratitude during work days. You will discover the simple tricks that will make gratitude easy for you that I've learned from interviewing amazing, successful people for the Gratitude Podcast. You will also have simple daily checklists that you can print and use right now and also tips for what to do when you wake up, when you're on your commute, at work, after work and before sleep. You can find it on georgianbenta.com slash checklist again georgianbenta.com slash checklist